Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always. Today we are joined by returning guest, Dennis Yu. Dennis is an internationally recognized lecturer in digital marketing. He's spoken in over 700, he's spoken over 730 times in 17 countries across five continents and featured in Wall Street Journal, New York Times, LA Times, all over. He's the co-founder and CEO of Blitz Metrics, a digital marketing company helping people grow their expertise in digital marketing. And I've asked Dennis to come back and join us today to help us navigate the future of online business. So Dennis, thank you for joining us. How you doing, my friend? What's up, Daryl? Always good to see you again. <laughs> we had one of this that we just met and we got, we've actually just had an honor of tools and dialing and strategy, and it's just been fantastic. We should have recorded the whole thing, but I think what, one of the biggest things that you've been talking about lately is like repurposing content and, and how that fits into the online ecosystem. You, you're most famously known for the dollar day Facebook ad strategy. And how people buy online has been evolving. We just had this massive event for a couple of years that's pushed so many people online. So where does that put us now? Where are we going in terms of as an online business, right? What do you, do, do you have to be creating content today as an online business? Let's start there. Do you have to breathe? Right. Look, okay. I'm an old time search engine engineer. So I am not someone who wants to be on video. I have a face made for radio. And I thought that I could dominate just by sitting behind a computer screen, building landing pages, writing words, and never having to show my face, which is how most of us are. And then I see all this social media happen and all this TikTok and dancing and singing. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't want to beat my own chest and become an influencer and drive Lamborghinis and pose in front of mansions. I don't want to do any of that kind of stuff. I'm a professional. And I have a business and I just feel like a lot of that stuff is not really cool and it's douchey and it's make money online stuff. So the answer to this, I think is something that you and I and everyone else will be able to breathe a sigh of relief. And that is this marketing is no longer about what you have to say about yourself, but it's the active and systematic collection of the positive feedback and reviews and stories of your customers, employees, and partners. So if we systematically collect that, then our customers, employees, and whatever have done the workforce. And before there was the internet, there were reviews. There was word of mouth. So one caveman would tell the other who makes the best bread or who has the best meat or whatever it is. So this word of mouth referral thing, we know if you're good at what you do, that's a given. If you're not good at what you do, press stop and go to some other part of the internet. Don't listen to what Darren and I are saying. But if you're good at what you're doing, then it leaves a trail and just like we were showing, I was showing you this stuff before we press record on how we collect systematically the good things that our clients say about us. And then right, right. take that, maybe we record a, a Zoom or a podcast, some kind of long form piece of content, chop it up into different pieces, then distribute it to Instagram, Facebook, transcribe it to a blog post, put it on YouTube, put it on all the different channels. So we produce it once. Then we distribute it across all the different channels by repurposing it and the formatting of the different networks like LinkedIn versus WordPress, like they're all slightly different. So you do have to adjust it a little bit, but you create it only once. One piece of content, 
that you can make a hundred pieces of content out of. One long piece of content is lots of little 30 second, like a podcast typically will find five to seven highlights, these right. awesome. And then once they're distributed, we do dollar a day against it. So you know about dollar a dollar a day is about amplifying the other things that people have to say about you. So advertising still works where it's you and it's promoting your landing page and your product and talking about features and benefits and the kind of traditional advertising. But Daryl, think about how social media has changed the game where if I can spend money, for example, to promote snippets of an interview where I'm interviewing somebody or they're interviewing me, or two days ago, I wrote a blog post on digital marketer on how to optimize, right? You got lots of data, you got Facebook ads, you're optimizing your SEO, you have spreadsheets full of data. How do you cut through all that data to figure out exactly what the thing is that's causing you to bleed or the thing is that you need to optimize? How do you sort through all of that? So I wrote this long blog post on how to do that. I didn't sell anything. I didn't say who I was. I literally showed as honestly and helpfully as possible, here is how you optimize when you have large sets of data to go through. And then I'm spending my own money. How much money am I spending? Per dollar day. <laughs> I'm spending a dollar a day and I'm spending a dollar a day on Twitter, a dollar a day on Facebook, and I'm promoting no. that article. And where am I sending people to? Dollar a day, you could be sending them to your course, your offers, but I think you've got the whole relationship building process. So I'm sending them to the digital marketer blog. So I'm spending, so typically people think advertising is, I'm going to pitch my stuff and therefore I'm going to send them to my landing page to go check out. But I turned that exactly on its head because the stuff that works today, and this kind of blew my mind, but in hindsight, it's obvious. And that's this, things that look like ads, people can smell it. It looks like an ad, so it quacks like a duck, talks like a duck, you know, flies like a duck, whatever. So we're making stuff that doesn't look like ads because it's actually informative. It's interesting. We put video editing against it. It's informational. It's vertical, usually on the cell phone. It's, it looks amateur intentionally. It's so intelligent. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think how I even knew about you was a dollar a day ad of you being attacked by a dog when you opened your door. And it was oh, just so, that's right. if that was it, I was like, why? Well, just because I had a dog. And like people complain about your dogs. And so I saw, and I just saw this and I'm like, man, that owner, they don't need to manage. It was just such an engaging. And all of a sudden, I'm in your web and uh, yeah, yeah it's work. Guy. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you figure, by the way, is it okay? Any scars? I have all of them still. Oh, I figure still. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's fantastic. So it's almost like you're, you are ahead of the curve because just talking about this recently that a lot of people think of linear marketing. I show an ad, I send it to the page, certain amount convert. But now the analogy that I was given is like the person's in Walmart looking at the thing on the shelf on their phone, looking at reviews for that product, but they're also checking if they can get it cheaper elsewhere. And there are like, so that's not a linear process anymore. It's really like a web of activity and it's almost like psychological stages that people go through. So if I understand you correctly, you were talking about creating a button and capturing all of this content trying to figure out what's your best stuff, your greatest in the 80, 20. And then you're, that's what you're trying to amplify. That's what you're trying to put forward. Yeah. And the beauty is I don't have to do that figuring out anymore because right. the algorithm knows Facebook knows what you like to do. TikTok is the most insidious because it knows your interests. It knows your friends. It knows where you are. It knows all like Google knows all this stuff. It's not like only the Chinese right. social network is evil. But because the algorithms are so smart at figuring out what content to show, the same algorithm that powers the feed, 
the same algorithm that powers like maybe tonight you watch some Netflix or something. And right. it makes a, if you watch this movie, you might like this movie. Pretty accurate, right? Yep, yep, yep. So you, you know the algorithm behind the LinkedIn newsfeed and Amazon with recommendations and Spotify and iTunes and the Facebook feed. They're actually the same algorithm. Wow. I, I know that if you're using Google Chrome, they know everything to do. If you're on an Android and you're using Google Chrome, like they, they know your whole life. Like they know where you're going. You know what you're looking. Yeah, what times of day? So, sound. What I love. What I love about this is the pursuit of excellence. Yeah. Because recently, again, I was talking, and its markets are unknown and unknown. There's a constant churn. People are coming into a market to buy a car. People have bought or changed their mind. So it's really uh, you're unable to know a market. You just have estimates and projections about it. But everybody recognizes excellence. And so what you're talking about is really helping identify what makes you most excellent and get it out there. And that's almost where the repurposing part comes in because yeah. you don't know if it's not out there. And that comes back to where you felt like you had to hide behind your screen, so to speak. But now it's like, it's like extreme transparency. It is, but it doesn't mean that you open up your entire life and show yourself right. on the toilet or you're at home with your kids. Like you don't have to expose your life in a reality TV right. kind of way. It is it you're willing to expose a behind the scenes view of your business. Business. And also personal to you. You're not just like randomly showing pictures of dogs. You're showing why you started your business, why you care for your people, why you do certain things. And yeah. so when you tell stories, specific stories, certain moments in time, then people don't feel like they're being sold to because they subconsciously understand why the, the moral of the story, right? Yeah. That is why people you because they believe in the, the bigger picture of what happened in that does the optimization when you put it out there the algorithm i might make 10 one minute videos out of a 30 minute podcast and i might think i know which one's the highlight but i'm wrong every time right literally put a dollar day against it which is just testing and the system tells us what works the best what has the highest watch time which has which landing page performs the best. I let the system tell me because the system knows better than we do. The system can recommend songs. Amazon can recommend the next thing is you don't even know what that product is, but because you bought this one thing, Daryl, you might also like to buy this other thing. And you're like, wow, yeah, I actually do want to buy that thing. But when we let the system do the optimization for us, then that's how we get excellence without us having to dig through stuff and pull out calculators and pencils and all that. But in order for the system to do the work, here's the catch. We've got to put out short little 15 second videos. Mm. We have to feed the machine what it wants, and the machine will do everything properly for us. Mm. Dirt into the gas tank. Don't get mad at the car. So you're, you're saying that there has to be a video component. It starts with video and then gets broken down from there to audio and text and all that. Because video can be turned into images, video can be turned into words. Video can, you have this trifecta going on, but if you start with words, it's hard to back into images and video. We talked about it before. There's AI tools that can do that, but it just isn't, not, not the same. same. No, it's not the same. <laughs> so if someone's listening to this and they're struggling or they're starting out, where do they begin? Start by amplifying the thing that's working best for you. So what is driving the most sales for you? What are you known for? Because we want to amplify something that's already good. We want to do more of the thing that's good. I don't want to keep trying all these new things. Or somebody told me about this new thing that was working for them. That's the way you go bankrupt and run out of money is by just trying all these random things. All of these systems, Google and Facebook or whatever kind of digital system is an amplifier. So right, what right. Do it, what the thing that's working well put more money on it, right? Don't put right. money on all these random things. So right. a lot of people think dollar a day is like, oh, Dennis says you should just make a hundred random things and 
put a blindfold on and just throw it all to the wind. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take the core theme of what's working. If you have 10 products, what's your best product? Right. Have a service and there's all these reasons and different kinds of customers. You have an agency and you service a real estate agent and this kind of e-commerce and supplements and like one, what's the one, what's that one best customer? What's that one best product? Oh, but I have this product and that product. Yeah. When entrepreneurs, you, you know this, when entrepreneurs try to tell you they do everything that they can't do anything very well, focus on that one thing. And then look at what is the reason people buy that one thing when that, mm. that best product or service or thing you have. For example, one of our clients is the Magnolia Farm. And so they have this 450 acre farm in Florida where they have magnolia trees and they send out these magnolia wreaths when a loved one dies. Mm. Some people will buy that and then they also will plant the tree and you can remember the, this is when grandma died and then it grows into a tree and this whole thing. So they, they have hundreds of products, but they have one best selling product this wreath made out of magnolia leaves and it's beautiful. And we know why people buy that. We know right. what the stories are. We've been collecting the stories. We put them on the website. We put them on social. Everything is about amplifying the thing that is already working. Mm-hmm. So if you're an entrepreneur and you don't have the signal of something that's working, then you can come to me or come to Daryl or whatnot and we can't work magic. What we can do is we can amplify. So when we see entrepreneurs that are say doing more than $5 million a year and they have some kind of product that's work or service that's working well and they can collect video feedback from those customers talking about the product, not in a testimonial-like way, but in right. a real story, meaningful kind of way with their cell phone. Not, not yeah. a professional videographer try to make an Oscar-winning movie sort of thing, but in a literal hold your cell phone, feel like you're FaceTiming with them kind of way. Then we take that, put it on social media and we grow. So yep. with this Magnolia company, we were two years ago, we were at 1.1 million. Last year, we did 2.5 million. This year, we might do a little bit more than that. And that growth happens, not because we're really good at digital marketing or like really good at optimizing ads or SEO, magic, trickery, witchcraft. No, it's that we saw what is the best thing that's working in the company and how do we get more out of that? So ultimately, it's a business strategy issue. So if your business strategy is right, then anybody who's reasonably competent with Google ads and Facebook ads can amplify the thing that's working. Mm-hmm. I love that. Solve one thing really well for your target market. Don't, you know, what other people, you said this before, we say record, what other people say about you is more important than what you say about yourself. So collect that and then amplify that. And one of the things which stuck out to me when I first got into your dollar a day strategy stuff was that, the willingness to spend money for multiple steps in the relationship building. So it's not just add to buy now. And so many people think that way. It was like add to get them to know about you, to then get them to consider you and understand you better, to then choose you. And that, and the overall price is low. They're just trying to hammer that one thing through and shove it down their throat. And that's the part, yeah. On quality score, yeah. You will get penalized in the advertising systems when you have low click-through rate, high negative feedback because they don't want to create a bad experience because then people leave. Imagine if you wanted to get married, which is basically a conversion, and you just went up to any sort of random woman at the bar or at the park or the library, and you tried different lines to try to get them to marry you. Yeah. That's what people are doing, and they're wondering, they're blaming the system, but really getting to know them and getting to know their name and a first kiss and multiple dates until eventually you figure out that you're going to propose the, the cost of those little steps 
along the way, the total sum of those little steps is actually less than if you try to go straight for a conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll penalize. The newsfeed will penalize you. The newsfeed, the, the algorithm can tell, right? The algorithm's super smart. The algorithm knows when someone's willing to buy. It's absolutely scary. What was I going to say? I was trying to think about what I was going to say, but we'll not listen to you. But I, I think that you, what you were saying there is really important because you have to understand that where you're advertising, one of the things that they've done is they've created a place that people like hanging out and want to be. So right. they're giving you a pass to go in and hold up, your, hold up your sandwich board in front of these people. But if it's offensive, they don't want you there. And like you said, they'll penalize you. So be learning how to tactically step into that is is super important and i think that this is incredibly valuable i forget what i was going to say about the risk but that's it's so if someone's already getting started what you'd said is so powerful do what's working well start documenting and recording it and stories from your customers start amplifying that oh you would also talk about that if you don't have that we can't help you that right. core of building a business right yeah and that's the core that you really need to get know what is the problem that you solve all the companies a group of people who solve the problem for another group of people. And they do that with a product or service. And yep. so if you don't have that product market fit, it's, it doesn't mean the demographics are wrong. It means that you're not solving that problem yet. There's a lot of different types of people that have a problem. And then right. that's where you choose which people do I want. That's where you choose your demographics, so to speak. But the problem you got to figure out and learn how to do it. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Now, I've got 101 things I want to ask you, but I know that we've already talked so much today. So I just want to wrap up and just say, like, you've you've got so much content out there. You've done so much. People can Google you and find you're so good at this multi-step thing. Yeah. What are some of the habits that you feel have served you best in your career looking back? If someone was to take a look at what they're doing, is it producing content all the time? Is it making partnerships? Is it two or three things? What are some of the habits that you feel have served you the best? I'll tell you one thing that's going to appear so simple, but people don't do. And that is starting with gratitude. I have been so fortunate. I had the CEO of American Airlines as a mentor. Mm. I got to argue with Mark Zuckerberg on TV in front of three and a half million people on CNN. Really? That's cool. I got I have all sorts of things and I get to hang out with really cool friends. Like one of my friends, he's a physiologist and he created this oxygen water, this water that has oxygen in it, which is really amazing. And I've studied this more than digital marketing. And I get to hang out with him and travel the world. And I've met the queen in Malaysia. I'm going to Dubai, I think in a couple of weeks and I'm going to meet the crown prince. And I've met heads of state and other sorts of people billionaires and whatnot, not like having a billion dollars is like a big thing, yeah. but I'm super, super grateful for all these opportunities that I get. And when I start with gratitude and then I say, thank you. So maybe Daryl, you have a morning routine. Mm -hmm. Maybe you pray, you read, you exercise, you meditate, you say, thank you. You plan your day, whatever. All of us have some kind of routine, but I would recommend and this is going to sound kind of spiritual, but actually it's digital marketing because this is, I'm a search engineer. So I'm always trying to break things down into different steps. And here's what I've learned. When you're in that moment of gratitude, you are the most powerful. Because mm -hmm. that is when, when I get inspired, sometimes I'm in the shower and I just have this idea and I'm grateful for my friend, Caleb Williams, because of, a, of some awesome things that he's done for me. Like one time, a friend of mine was in an emergency situation. I can't say his name for privacy, but he's well-known. And I couldn't help out this friend. So Caleb drove all night. I called him at midnight. 
and he drove all night to take my friend from one place to this other place for him and his daughter. And he didn't get any sleep. And then he had to, he had a whole day of meetings the next day. So he did all of that for me as a favor. And I was so grateful that this entrepreneur dropped everything in his schedule to handle this one thing for me. And because of that moment of gratitude, because I felt it at that moment, this is part two, at that moment, I pulled out my cell phone and I made a video saying, Caleb, thank you so much. I am so grateful for 